0: We carry on today, thank you Pam, with Global Legacy. And you know, last week we had Nam and Anna speak to us. That was great, wasn't it? It was amazing. They, they, man, they're inspiring what they do. You know, they, they write a sermon and they text it out and it's been preached in 50,000 churches around the planet last Sunday. That's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, you know, as we get behind them, that's us. I love that. It's amazing. We saw this morning some more of our. Um, you know, I was watching Pastor Kelly in there. One of the most terrifying experiences in my life was when I visited him, and we were walking through a park in Chennai, and he just vanishes for a minute, leaves me there. I can't remember who I was with. I was with someone else. Can't remember who. It was that traumatizing. And and he comes back and he just gives me this ticket and he goes, "Way you go." And I go, "What do you mean, way I go?" He goes, points at a roller coaster. He says, I've never seen such a rusty, unsafe thing in all my life. He goes, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So I trust him. He's a man of God. I get on the roller coaster, boy, I prayed, but here I am. So uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Hey, today I'm going to talk, we're talking about Global Legacy, and I'm going to speak into our local and the national situation I'm really, really excited about today. Um, I kind of feel like, You know, today to be able to speak about where we're going and what we're doing in the terms I can speak about today is a real landmark occasion. It's something really significant that we're about to move into. But I want to preface it a little bit by talking about, um, you know, as disciples, our worldview's got to be bigger than ourselves. You know, if your worldview, the way you're looking at things is not bigger than you are and it's not going to outlast who you are, it's not big enough. It's not a kingdom worldview. That's a personal worldview. And we're called to a kingdom worldview, which I, I love and I grapple with. And I, I um, you know, when we encountered Jesus in his gospel, the good news, we were transformed personally and are being transformed. And when we encountered Jesus in the gospel and said yes to him, he then clearly instructed us about being agents of transformation. To say yes to Jesus and to start a journey with him and stop there is not what it was about. We say yes to Jesus, we journey with Jesus, and he's always got more for us. He's saying, okay, now you are my agents of transformation. If you thought it stopped there, you are wrong. What's that mean? That means we all have a part to play. That means every single one of us is involved in kingdom expansion and global legacy. In the the story of God, every one of us is involved. And sometimes it's easy to sit and go, oh, well, it's all right for them or them or whatever. No, no. You. You said yes to Jesus. You're part of the story. You said yes to Jesus. He's got a plan and a purpose for our lives. And he's got stuff for us to do. Me. Me. We. I like this card. Me. We. Cool card. You've got two cards. I just want to talk to them for a minute. We're going to pray. I hope you've got something on your miracle one. This one here, this is our Global Legacy card, and there's opportunity written all over this card, okay? At the end of the month, yes, we're going to receive an offering, because that's how we fund Global Legacy. That's how we advance, and we're going to do that at the end of the, the month, and that's faith promise offering, which means we encourage you to pray, hear what God's saying, promise by faith, and then see what happens through the year. The only thing is, as he provides, you give. That's the, that's the part you've got to follow through on. And, um, and no one ever checks up on you or anything like that. It's actually between you and God. Why I love it so much is because often people have faith for certain things, but when it comes to finances, they really seem to struggle. And I think this is a good exercise of stretching our faith in the financial realm with God. So I encourage you to pray about that and what you're going to do. But I like this next line, I will pray, I will go, I will join, I will start. There is room in our global legacy for you and what God's placed on your heart. Who can you be praying for? Maybe God's saying to you to go somewhere. Where are you going to go? Will you go? It's one thing to go, yes, Lord, I will go, send me. It's another thing to actually go. Uh, What could you join? There's there's a number of prayer groups around for our missionaries or different ministries or, or things that are happening. What could you actually do to be actively involved with what God's doing? Or maybe there's something on your heart that you could start that's going to have a transformational impact for our nation, for the world, for the city. What could you do? What's God speaking to you about? What do you just need to action? You now, as, as, as I said, I, I, sometimes I get a little bit frustrated. You know, people will put their hands up and go, man, I'm responding to God. But it's the next step that really matters. It's what you do once you've responded. It's actually quite easy to go, Lord, I will serve you with all my life. I will follow you all my days. I will, I will do what you want me to do. You know the old prayer, don't send me to Af- Africa. But to actually take the next step and do. That's called discipleship. It's called discipleship. And that's what we're we're called to do. Right, before we go further, have you got your miracle cards? How about jumping to your feet? We're going to pray for these. Even if you've got nothing written on it, I'd like you to pray for the first thing that comes to your mind. Stand up. Let's, Let's pray together. I'm going to get you to hold your cards up. just to. It's like a wave offering in the Old Testament. Lord, see these cards? I've got stuff on them that we need you to move online. Wherever you are, North Campus, on your feet. Come on, hold your cards up. You're already on your feet. Well done. Co. Fantastic. Here we go. Now, I want you to lift your voices, okay? I'm not praying for you. I'm praying for me. You can pray for yourself, you big peoples. Ready? On three. Three. Thank you, Jesus, that you are a God of miracles. Father, I thank you that you want to move on our behalf and that you are the God of the supernatural. I thank you that you heal And release healing in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that you are the provider and I release provision in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you're the restorer. And we ask that you would restore in Jesus' name, Father, that there would be freedom, there would be peace, that whatever people have on their cards today, that you would move on their behalf by holding them, by waving them, Lord. We're saying that that this is beyond us. We need you to be involved here. We need you to move. So in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would work miracles that only you can move, that only you can do in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Believe by faith. Pray every day that your miracles will come to pass. There's a great big string of them last year, and, um, which is amazing. Believing for a bigger string this year. You take a seat, feel free. Amen radio me we 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 are called to global legacy activating community transformation is what we're called to activating community transformation that's the outworking of the gospel the question is never if it's always where primarily and doing what primarily that's the question it's never if to say i say primarily because wherever whenever be like jesus that's always everywhere But primarily, he's got stuff that he wants us to do and us to be involved with. And as I said earlier, when we committed to Christ, this is what we signed up for. It wasn't just a passive sit, wait in our homes or whatever until Jesus returns. No, no, we signed up as disciples of Christ, as agents of transformation, to do what he's asked us to do. You don't believe me? Go to Matthew 28, 18. We have a clear commission. Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always until the end of the age. Very clear, isn't it? Very clear. So one, we're sent. John twenty twenty one. Again he said, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Who is you? You can answer that. I know you're scared, eh? Feel like you're gonna commit yourself to something you don't want to. But when he says you, he means you. You, he means me, he means you. I'm sending you. Where are we being sent? Mark sixteen fifteen and then he told them go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to everyone. Where is he sending us? He's sending us here and there. Here and there. Into all the world. What are we being sent to do? Go back to Matthew 28 again. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. In other words, you've been sent to every person in every place with the good news of Jesus Christ, with the command to baptize people and to teach them to obey the ways of God. Who's he sending to do that? You can say it. Don't be scared. North, say it. Tuukau, say it. You. You. He's sending you to do this. He's sending me to do this. And how is he sending us? He's in sending us empowered. Acts 1.8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And what will the result of that be? You will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria, Hamilton, New Zealand, the nations, and to the ends of the earth. Incredible. So when you put it all together, we're all about community transformation. That's what we're about. That's what we're commanded to do. That's um, what we're commissioned to do, is community transformation, which means that our, my, your global legacy must activate community, community transformation. Some way. That's what it must do. And true transformation only comes through Jesus. We can do a lot of stuff. But true, lasting, generational transformation will only come through Jesus. And that's the message we carry for the world. So this morning, let's talk about Activate Church. Is that right? That's you. That's you. You're part of Activate. That's you. So, Activate Church... Activating community transformation by wherever, whenever being like Jesus. That's what we are asked to do. Uh, I believe absolutely God's clearly said that he wants us to stamp a thumbprint of the kingdom of God on our city, our nation, and the nations. That's what he wants of us. And so we're going to do that in several different ways. Um, And this morning I'm going to talk about local and very local uh, and, and what the next stages in our vision are. And that's the faith precinct or faith campus. And the, the key with that is pretty much everything we do there needs to be relocatable, scalable, and replicable so that we can reach out beyond who we are and where we are into the nation and the nations of the world. It's like a hub, really, and we do that through our values, which are I'll give you a clue. Yeah, courageous, purpose, belonging, kingdom-focused, and big-hearted. So we, our church, we've been around for over 80 years. That's quite a long time. We've been around for over 80 years, and one way or another, this church has always been involved in community transformation. It's, if you look through the history of the church, it's had different words to it, different pictures of vision, but we've always been involved in community transformation. Transformation. It's something that we have always done. And I look, I love this because it appears to me that God thinks long. He's not too worried about time frames. And not as worried as us, anyway. I guess ours, you know, ours are limited, his isn't. He thinks long, and apparently he's got no issue whatsoever at playing the long game. That's what he does, he's happy with that. I think salvation. We are thousands of years into the plan of salvation. Thousands of years. And God doesn't seem to be rushing that, does he? He's just playing it out, the way he designed it, the way he wants it. God's thoughts, at the very least, are always multi-generational. Always. Look at Genesis chapter 9, and then after the flood, the promise of the rainbow. That that was a promise of his kindness, and and a sign of his promise, of his covenant... For perpetual generations. That's what it was. He was thinking generationally. He wasn't just thinking there and now. Because it's not how he operates. You jump to the New Testament. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations. Forever and forever. Amen. He plays a long game. And so we've been around for 80 years and we're just about to step into the next phase of what he's got for us as a church. I say all of that to say that our expectation should be that the vision God has entrusted us with, because it is God's, eh? It's not ours. It's God's. The vision that God has entrusted us with is much bigger than we are and will last well beyond ourselves. I know that freaks some people out, but I personally think if our our vision doesn't outlast, isn't bigger than we are, and if it's not going to outlast who we are, I would question whether it's of God. Because God is bigger. And God outlasts who we are. It's a vision of legacy. Our position, as I said, is that 80 plus years history in our city. And because of that, we're now empowered to create a significant legacy for future generations. I love that. The past coming together for the future. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. The next season or the stage of our vision, as I said, is the Activate Faith Precinct, which is pretty exciting. And um, you know, I've personally been carrying that in my spirit for a long, long time. And most years I get up here and I, and I can say to you, it's coming. It's coming. Well, well, we're right there now. We're right there. We're right at the start of what that's going to look like. So, where are we heading? Well, we believe God is asking us to establish a thumbprint of the kingdom of God in Hamilton that will also express itself in the nation and the nations. And it looks like a faith precinct. Hey, wahi hapai oranga o te iwi, a place to support the well-being of the community. This is well beyond us. This is well beyond who we are. You'll see I've got um, these brochures for out, and just some pictures. It's not going to look like that, but I love it. Our vision to build an open community campus that will see the needs of our local community being met. Wow. That's pretty big. Straight away, you might be able to think of what your part looks like in there. That's cool. The vision is to build a precinct for the people of Hamilton that, uh, so that the local community will know this campus as theirs. We don't want a barrier. You know, we want the people of the city to feel like this is their place. It's going to be exciting. We will be able to meet the holistic needs of our community. We can bring goodness, or the goodness, of God to our local community. We can offer excellent community and social services. We'll see our local community with crime down, Poverty down, violence down, and hope up. Great. Boy, we need that. We believe true hope is found in personal relationship with Christ. We also believe that it is our responsibility to wrap excellent quality, practical services around this hope as an expression of God's goodness to our community. Wow. That excites me. That excites me. We've been plugging away at this for over a decade, and we've got all the elements big or small forms, they're there. And now we've got to advance this this forward. A kingdom legacy is one that will impact for generations to come. I wouldn't be surprised if I don't see the end of this, the end of the creation of it. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than you. And it's well going to outlast me. Definitely. We're going to build holistically, spiritually, physically, and in community, so that we can impact every part of life. That's the dream. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen. Our precinct will also operate as a hub that's going to enable the key elements to expand our missional purpose because, as I said at the start, everything's going to be replicable. Well, most things will be replicable, relocatable, and scalable. So like the medical centre, we can take that, and in essence, we can put it somewhere else to serve another community. I pray overseas as well as in New Zealand. That's, that's my dream. That's my dream. So gonna, we're going to reach our community, communities, towns, cities, nations. What we're doing will be unique. Our vision is an expression of who activate, activate is called to be. It's not outside of that. It's just the next step in that. And we're called to be and to create a footprint or an outpost of heaven. That's what we're called to do. That's what you're called to do. You're called to be an outpost of heaven. Your life. When people engage us. I read a thing yesterday. It was quite good. It said... No, I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. I'll muck it up. <laughs> so our job is to activate community transformation by wherever, whenever, being like Jesus. And, through that, and we'll do that through the outworking of our values. Our transformation visit. Uh, vision has five key areas, and that is faith, education, social services, social justice, and medical. In smaller or greater, in some case, forms, we have all those things happening now. So it's about stepping forward in all of those things. Now, sometimes people say to me that we're punching above our weight with this vision, or, or but I don't think we are. I just think we're outworking faith. That's all I think we're doing. I remember a prophetic word that was um, spoken over me a little while ago that said, Sheridan, whatever you do, don't build too small. I don't actually think that's talking physically. I think that's talking in the spirit. Don't build too small. Don't put fences around too close. Build so that our impact can be significant and wide in the future. So I believe, as I said, that God's asking us to stamp a thumbprint of his kingdom that will leave legacy, a legacy of hope for generations to come. I love that thought. You know, my kids' grandkids, your grandkids, your kids' grandkids, your kids, your neighbours' grandkids. Why not? Maybe your neighbours' great-great-great-grandkids. Maybe your great-great-great-grandkids. Awesome. It's going to look like a modern, vibrant, need-meeting, innovative, passionate, focused, professional, hearty and welcoming faith campus that people like to go. I think I've said before, I'm sure I've said before, but the vision God showed me, and and, and the day I see this, I'll know that we've got it, is I saw a picture of a family out of the community sitting under a tree having a picnic. And to me, that said everything. One, it said we'd established it. Two, it said there were no gaps between us, the community, that they were welcome, that they felt like it was theirs, and a place that they were comfortable. And three, it was meeting the needs. And when I see that, I believe I'm going to see that physically at some point. So that'll be cool. And also, prophetically, I believe that a physical footprint in our city, is going to become more and more important in years to come. I look at the uh, challenges of society. I look at the, the um, attitude of society towards the church. And I really believe in my spirit that God's saying, come on, we've got to establish something physically because in the future, that's going to sing loud. And, and it's something that we need to do. So, Anyway, community transformation is and will be our global legacy. We continue to build by faith, as I said, on the shoulders of those who went before us, creating long-term kingdom legacy for those that are going to follow us. I love that. This is the call of God. And part of what this looks like in the next season is developing this precinct. So where are we at? Where are we at? Well, as I announced last week, this building is now sold. So that's significant. This building is, is now sold. Uh, what does that mean? That means that is the first of dominoes. It's going to start a chain reaction. See, some of you are happy about that. Some of you are freaking out about that, eh? It's like, fly out. What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Where are we going to meet? Good questions. If you've got the answers, come and talk to me. <laughs> Here's the deal. We're on the move. We are on the move. We've talked about it for a long time. Now it's happening. We are on the move. Now, uh, you're online at, at North or online anywhere or at tuako you're going, ah, that just impacts Rukura. No, it doesn't. It impacts all of us. It does. It's going to impact all of us, the way we do things for a while. And um, not only is it going to impact um, us all this way, it's going to impact us all spiritually. Because this is a significant spiritual step forward into a new season, which is going to impact Everybody, the whole church, and where we're going—it's very, very exciting. When are we going to move? Could be as early as the end of August. Yeah, wow! Thank you. Wow. It may be slightly later, but it will be this year. It will be this year. There's a few things just there. Was that? There's like nervous laughter right here. Will there be opportunity for your help? There sure will be. I'm smiling on the outside, but I'm panicking on the inside. Hey, look, we're going to need to be really flexible and embrace change in this next season. The next season is not going to be comfortable. Did you, do you know what the greatest enemy of the call of God is? Your comfort. It is my comfort. It's the greatest enemy of any of us stepping into what God has for us. Is our comfort. So this next season is going to be a little uncomfortable. Yep, it's going to be. Going to have to be a little bit flexible. Great. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it. So, so that's the first thing. This is so Great. Amen. Praise the Lord. Secondly, we'll start the development of our campus. Now, we've uh, signed off. Can I have that next picture? We've signed off uh, recently, a number of boards together, a a 50-year plan, concept. And it's going to look something like this. I don't know if you can see the colours, some mixed services, some services, some community, amenities, education, living. So this is all around at Ruakura Road. Over the last decade around there, well, longer than that, actually, uh, ATC have been around there for a long time, and then over the last decade we've bought more land around there and we have approximately five acres over there now ready for us to develop into a community (laughs) campus or a precinct and so um, uh, can we go to the next picture yeah you can see that one a little bit better eh this is the current ATC building except it's only half there because we chopped half of it off because that's just what we felt like doing this is where we're going as a church This building here. Just one problem there. (laughs) That We might not get there quite as quick as we'd hoped. There might be a bit of a delay. But that is where we're going to go. And while we're there, we're going to develop the community um, facility, community centre slash auditorium, which will be a multi-purpose community building. But that's where we'll meet as a church. So that's probably going to take us a few years to get that built. But hopefully we'll be in this one a whole lot sooner. This will be our... Uh, temporary longer term home. There might be a temporary shorter term home as well, and that's going to test all your patients, but we won't go there right now. And um, then you can see the blue is like social housing development, the pink is education, the green is um, medical and different things. And we can fill that up with all the round sort of services around that, and whatever God tells us to do, we're we'll about to do it. Pretty exciting, eh? Yeah. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I think, I think it's so exciting. As long as it's got a fountain, I'll be happy. You laugh. I keep saying that to the architect. So where's my fountain? <laughs> it's not finished on my fountain. Anyway, that's all right. So, so here's the deal. Um, we shift, and we're just going to make it work. We're going to do what we need to do in the short term to make it work. Okay? which is going to to impact us all, but it'll be exciting. Think of it as an adventure, that God's in the middle of this. You can either approach it like, you know, yes, God is in this. We're on this exciting journey. It's wonderful. Or it's like, oh, what did they do with my warm seat and nice eating? I I go A. And then we'll establish our temporary longer-term home in that front building. Uh, Then we'll build the, as I said, the theatre, etc. And then we'll continue to develop the project and the ministries over a period of time. That's we're calling that our 50-year plan. So it's not like we've got to do it next week. We can walk into this. But I do believe in my spirit that God's going to help us accelerate that. What are the key barriers? Um, We need a little bit of cooperation from the tenants to get into the building I want the church to go into. Um, They kind of changed their tune a little bit recently, which puts a delay on us. So we need some uh, cooperation from them, and we need um, red tape, you know, the change of use and all those kind of things and resources and all that kind of stuff to come through nice and quickly and cleanly as we start to do that. So there's some areas you can pray into. What can we do now, and how can we help? because I know you're saying, how can we help? Hey, yep. Of course you are. This is our journey. It's not my journey. It's our journey. Well, well, pray. Let's pray. Let's pray that God will have his way, that he'll remove every barrier, he'll open every door, he'll release the resource that needs to be released, he'll do whatever he's got to do so that we can walk obediently into what he's asking us and where he's asking us to be. Um, we can give into it architects and all those things and resources and all those things, they all have financial costs to them. And uh, so we can give into it. If you feel really stirred to give into it, I encourage you to do that. That would be fantastic. We can volunteer. So right at the moment, we're starting to put together a team of people that have got the right skill set to help move us forward. And it it is a pretty specialised group of people that understand what needs to happen for us to move forward. Um, But if you're sitting there and you're going, or you're, you're on Line wherever you are today and you're going I've got the skill set to help us do that can you express your interest because you know we want the right people and as a church we've got incredible resource of people uh, with incredible skills to be able to do that it'll be amazing Um, yes so volunteer and then fourthly you could be full of faith be full of faith Be kind, particularly when your seat's not there anymore. (laughs) Be kind. Be flexible. What did I say earlier? Comfort is the great enemy of call. Comfort is the great enemy of call. See, I'm saying that politically correct. When I say what I really think and what I really mean, I say it something like, we'll see who the real Christians are. But I'd never say that publicly. Um, and, and, and be part of the journey Be part of it Get in there Be excited Pray uh, I'm, No doubt we'll have to do some Working bees and different things And all these kind of things So we can all get in there together It'll be a whole lot of fun And so uh, and, and fifth Just ask God how you can be involved can in Absolutely we can Absolutely yeah. yeah how can I be involved Lord How can I be involved Because I think this new, new season Is so exciting I think it's incredible You know, we're right here, now ready to go. It's amazing. I think it's going to be hard work. Because faith is about hard work. Opportunity is about hard work. That's what it is. It's going to be hard work. It's going to, as I said, be inconvenient at times. That's all right. We, We can get through that. But as we're full of faith, we're making history. We're making history for this church. We're going to make history for the city. I believe we're making history for the nation. And maybe even the nations. So I pray and invite you all to be part of it. This is our journey. This is what God's got us doing. This is where he's taking us. It's what our future looks like in God. We're going to leave a legacy that just impacts the city, the nation, and nations for generations to come, which is so exciting. Amazing, eh? Do you want to stand with me for a minute? And we'll pray. Wow. Pretty cool. Father, I thank you that you spoke and continue to speak very clearly to us about what you want us to do, about our part to play in your kingdom. And Father, today I ask that seeds would really take root in every person, that there would be an excitement, would start to stir and start to grow That, hey, you've got something really special for us and for our generation and you want to use us to partner with you to do something really special that's going to impact generations to come. Father, continue to give us wisdom and continue to open every door that needs to be open. Close some doors that need to close. And our prayer is that you'd finish what you've started. I thank you for the many miracles we've seen up to this point in the journey. And in advance and by faith, I thank you for the miracles we're going to see as we go forward. Lord, my prayer is that we would walk into this together. That we really embrace this as our thing. What you're doing with us and through us. And that there would be an excitement and a joy that would just bubble over. It would be infectious for the people of our city and beyond. That everything you've spoken about regards to this project and who we are would come to pass. Father, may we never, ever put a project like this before you or before our relationship with You. But may it always be an overflow of our love for You, our dedication to You, and our relationship with You. I ask that You would bless every aspect of it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.